Bells are dangling. Wow. Bells of the spiel and Christmas. Ooh. Is this, up, double whammy on them. Is the spiel real is the question. You know damn well it is. All right. Welcome to the real spiel, Drew. Bienvenidos a la real spiel. That means welcome in Spanish. Gracias. Uh, welcome. My name's Drew, and I'm here with my dad, Brian. Give us a proper intro. We're podcasting today. We're doing a little real spiel number, what, 12? 13. 13. And uh, yeah, we're just here to have a good time, spread some uh, spread some positivity. Positivity? <laughs> can't say it. Oh, can't say it. Some positive pronunciation. Some positive, some positive vibes. We're just chilling. It's uh, it's Monday right now, and uh, you know I don't have school, but I would be in school if I could because I love it. That's awesome. So that's a nice segue. Tell us about Barber College, how it's going, how you like it, school. friends you're making. School's going good. I got a lot of friends uh, socially. Mm-hmm. It's really helped me out because you know COVID has really, you know close the doors in terms of social things, social right. gatherings and stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, I've been really fortunate because I I really like all the guys in my school. We're all good friends and we all get along. Boy. And they're all like kind of like family now because if you spend eight hours a day, every single day <laughs> with them, you know, you, everyone gets to know each other pretty fast. So um, That's so cool. They call me Pato Drew. Which means? Duck. <laughs> all right. They call me Pato <laughs> Drew. That's all the Mexican guys call me. I've hey, never Pato. noticed. I've never noticed anything duck-like about you. Neither but, have I. But okay. Neither cool. have I. Hey. But hey, you sounds kind of cute though in Spanish. Hey, pato. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So it's going good, and cuts are going good. I'm learning a lot. Um, yeah, my teacher well, said I was doing good last week. He said, "Wow, you've been really improving a lot." So that's that's awesome, and uh, I'm excited to get into the shop. I'll be done in barber college in about three and a half months. I'm done awesome. March, so let's see. What's the date? December, January, February, March. Yeah, about three months. That's that's amazing. Yeah. And it's it's so nice to hear, you know, I come home and I want to find out how's Drew doing, how's your day. Always tells me almost every single day how much you enjoy going to school. Yeah. How much uh you enjoy the friends, your your colleagues. Yeah. Um compañeros. So cool. I mean, how awesome is that? Yeah, it's really fun. So I'm super grateful. And uh, yeah, anyways, keep an eye out for me because I'm going to be bringing the heat to the barber world pretty soon here. Trust me. And uh, Drew's been pretty active to post stuff to his Instagram when he uh, does a haircut. And I definitely am seeing um, a massive improvement. Now, you've always been good from day one, but I mean, kind of a natural. But the the cuts are looking better every day. Thanks, Doug. And Travis, the owner critiques your cuts also think so right yeah he does he's said them i'm doing really good so that's nice that's awesome yeah so what else today you had a little you had a test but a different test so blood test today you know i'm trying to uh well we could talk about this but so it's uh, like health watch 2020 for drew's health you know this is something i wanted to talk about actually kind of quickly but in terms of, uh, I've been trying to become mentally tougher, which is something I've been focusing on, you know, doing some, some kind of some meditation slash, you know, just like just exercises to calm the mind down because I got, I got uh, some skin problems as you guys know, and, uh, it's really itchy and scratchy a lot. And so it doesn't sound like a big deal, but sometimes you got to control your mind. What do you think you have? What's it called? 
topical topical steroid withdrawal mm-hmm. and eczema, but the eczema is on the the back burner right now because I got that controlled with my diet. But anyways, you have to be able to control your mind sometimes, and sometimes it's hard for me to stop scratching or get out of bed or you know do the things that are hard because right. my brain's already fighting a lot to mm-hmm. just to do anything, you know. But absolutely, you have to be able to train your brain, and that's something that something that I've been learning to do these past couple months. And today when I had a blood test, I'm usually pretty squeamish and I don't really like, you know, I'm not a big fan of that. I usually faint or whatever, but I went into it. I'm like, you know what? F that. I'm going to be tough and I'm just going to, you know, be mentally strong. And I, you know, here we are. I was fine. I didn't even think, I didn't even feel like I did the blood test. Boom. I was like, man, what was I worried about? That was stupid. That was so easy. I think I know why. Why? Because the girl giving me a blood test was really cute. No, she was not. Okay. She was a nice, nice You girl. said she was cute. No, I, I, never, I never saw her. I meant cute, like, you know, she had a cute personality. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, she was really nice. And But either way, I was proud of myself. And it's not a big, you know, not some big, um, what's the word? It's not some big accomplishment or anything. But just to know that I used to, be able, I used to not be able to do that without passing out. And today I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to take control of my own mind and tell myself right. that I'm not going to be scared of that. That's something stupid to be scared of. Well, fear is natural and we should have fear, but in the right times, you know what I mean? Yeah. The thing that I'm happy about is uh, what's on improving and, and constantly improving is uh, is on the radar for you. Yeah. And you're always looking at ways, you're reading, you're mm-hmm. you're trying to improve yourself. And, and that's all a father could ask for. I, I, I mean, I think you're already an awesome son and, and the qualities are many, way too many to list here right now. Thank you, Doug. But, uh, but you're striving to, to improve in all areas. And that's, that's very impressive. Thank you, Dad. I appreciate it. Well, that's what's important. I mean, nowadays you have to do that if you want to be successful in anything. So Yeah, it's tough out there. We, you know, you were talking about Drew made a really good friend from Brazil at work. And this guy is super cool. And uh, I really like the way he, you know, talks to you and stuff. But he was just mentioning to Drew what a blessing it is to be born in America and how many opportunities there mm-hmm. are over here. Mm-hmm. And it is tough. We, it's kind of sink or swim in the United States. There's not a whole lot of help. You're on your own unless you have rich parents or what have you. But the opportunities are there. Yeah. So you can make the most of it. And, totally. And I really believe with my whole heart that you will be very successful because you you, you see the opportunities and you're super excited Thank and you. you're hungry. Thank you. I really and appreciate it. I know I am too. I know you're going to get there. Thank you. Yeah, it's just a, it's a process. But um, I definitely agree with what you're talking about. You know, I like to complain about America. And, you know, I think sometimes, oh, I'd love to just go be in Europe and get away and everything. But I got to... You know, you got to realize we have it pretty good here, you know, mm-hmm. as much as there's problems, there's problems all over the world. And, yep. you know, I'd probably prefer to be somewhere like living in like Italy or France or Spain, Spain of course. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, we got it pretty damn good over here. We got food, shelter, water, you know, yep. grocery stores, safety yep. from the police officers. So I'm, I'm appreciative of that for sure. And I think that it's important to take a step back when I always talk trash about America and say, oh, this place sucks mm-hmm. and realize that you know like my friend said from brazil you got it you're pretty damn lucky because where he's for, where where he's from it's much rough much more rough mm. much tougher life so i'm pretty grateful for that and like i said like my dad said 
the opportunities here. If I want to make money as a barber, I can do that. You know, other countries yes. that might not be possible. Much harder. Yeah. Definitely. So anyways, there's that. And, uh, and so kind of a, I don't know if we really hit on your health watch a whole lot. How's that going? We have a nutritionist for Drew. Yeah, it's going, it's going all right. I mean, not, it's, you know, it's slowly getting better. Slow progress. Like, like people that are going through what I have, they always say it's like five steps forward, two steps backwards, five steps forward, Mm -hmm. two steps backwards. So, you know, my skin struggles a lot and then I have a day or two or a week of looking good and then I wake up and I'm feeling crappy and terrible and I'm in pain and whatever. And then, and then Awful. wait for that to shit off. And then comes a good skin day for a couple of days. Right. And it just, it's a part of a part of the process, but it's making me stronger and tougher. And once I'm over it, <laughs> once I'm through with these problems, I'll be a, a bit better person and a lot tougher and stronger mentally. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm also about to see a back doctor too, which I'm really excited about. Yeah. That's cool. So the blood test today was so we can get a, you know, we know Drew has some severe food allergies, but uh, mm-hmm. we really haven't done a, a, a blood test. And Sandy, shout out to Sandy. Yeah, my nutritionist. You're doing great, Sandy. We really appreciate your help. And hope you listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so she recommended this blood test to really get a really good detailed understanding of mm-hmm. uh, what you're allergic to allergic to and yeah. uh, i think that's a huge step in the right direction we already know you have leaky gut we're taking some uh, probiotics and things like that for your gut so yeah it was a panel of like three different you know vials or whatever of stuff that i have to fill up and they're going to go to take it to the lab and test it and they should get a good detailed reading of it so hopefully that helps out with uh help sandy out which in return could help me out could help me out in the future. Awesome. All right. Let's pick some music, buddy. Desert All right. Island. Desert Island pick, baby. Woo. What do you got for me? Let's dive into some music here. What's, um, your, what's your Desert Island this album week, this week? I'm throwing in a vinyl into my backpack for the Desert Island that I'm going to be staying on. And it's going to be called... Don't forget the turntable. Yeah, the turntable. Yeah. It's going to be called Gentlemen's Take, whoop, Gentlemen Take Polaroids by Japan. The group, um, co- the group is called Japan. Incredible group. Where are they from? Uh, not Japan. <laughs> They're from England. England. From England. And the blokes. Can, can you the tell blokes me, are from England. Tell me the lead singer's name. David Sylvian. Bass player. Mark. Uh, <laughs> hold, don't tell me. <laughs> Mick. Mick Karn. Sorry. Mick Karn. My Mick Karn. S- my second favorite artist of all time. Yeah, he's a total badass. Um in terms of if you're a musician or you play bass or guitar or whatever, yeah, whatever instrument it is, you look at this guy playing live and he's, you know, not condoning this behavior, but he's smoking cigarettes and he's got, you know, his hair in his face and he's just ripping that bass apart and it just looks, it looks totally badass. I'm like, whoo, that guy's cool, man. Sounds like you just described the bass player from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> really? What's his name? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, a, s- a couple songs to check out on that album. My favorite one of all time, and this is actually probably one of my favorite songs. I don't know of all time, but one of, it's up there. It's called uh, Taking Islands in Africa. That's Taking so cool. Taking Islands in, in Africa. Africa. And then that was good. Now no one's going to listen to it after yeah, a while. And then uh, next song, check out My New Career. Oh, and then yeah. uh, 
Night Porter. Those are all great. And what's interesting about this band is they really developed um, a new style as they got on later in their career because this album, if you take this album and you compare it to their first album, it's nothing like it. Their first mm-hmm. album is totally hardcore, you know, rock and roll, kind of punk rock, right? Okay. Yes. I guess it's punk. I don't know how to describe it. But I want to say punk. They're rocking it's, out. It's pretty different though you're right they're rocking they definitely out had a much more edgy rock sound and then all of a sudden this is their they're kind totally of turning mellow. point where they're starting to get much more artistic oh yeah well and then this album is just much more like you could tell he had some uh reflections on his life or something like that because it gets really deep and he talks about some cool things in it and it's a beautiful album so that's my desert island pick gentlemen take polaroid check it out by japan now just a little side note about japan um, I got in Japan because of my brother Gary, and he used to. Uh, this is back in the early '80s. They Japan broke up in 1983 or two, and uh, my brother was trying to get me into them, and I just couldn't get into it. I just didn't like them. And for two years, my brother was like, "How do you not like these guys?" I'm like, "I don't know. They do nothing for me." Blah blah blah. Well, one day I was driving my car and. I said, I better give him a chance. I like everything else Gary likes. Well, lo and behold, it hit me. Which song was that that you popped on? Do you remember? Uh, I'm going to say My New Career. Oh, really? Okay, so you hadn't hadn't even heard their older older stuff yet, had you? Not really. I knew nothing nothing at the very beginning, but I believe it was that song, and all of a sudden I went, that, that bass, oh my gosh, and then... Of course, the rest is history. They became my favorite band. For, that's all I listened to for probably the next two years. Hell yeah. But it's really cool to have a 20-year-old son that loves them like that. That's that's pretty special. That's why we started a podcast, because we, we like the same things. Yes, sir. Don't we? Yes, sir. Okay. It's pretty special. All right, what's yours, Dad? Um, the Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust. Oh, yeah? Yeah. David Bowie. Are you surprised? Who's that? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he's a little lad from England. You, so, you forgot the last part of the album. The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Pick a little longer album next time. <laughs> um, not a bad song on the whole album. Early, I believe that's early 70s, 1972, I believe. Mm-hmm. Great year. One of my favorite years for music. This album is... Perfect from start to finish. Favorite song, Star. Nice. That's it. Cool song. I'd say mine is probably Moon Age Daydream. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Moon Age Daydream. Or Ziggy Stardust, probably. I could have picked about five more Bowie albums. I've already picked a couple Beatle albums. And Drew, remind me, I already did pick another David Bowie album earlier. But, uh, yeah, It's, it's a great album. Um... From one of the best singers, one of my favorite artists of all time. One of the most badass guys of all time, style-wise and performance-wise. I like to send Drew pictures of Bowie, random pictures that come up on my Instagram feed. I kind of look like him. Ah, Just kidding. Dude, the the thin white duke. I got the same build as him, but not the same hair or face, fortunately. (laughs) (laughs) So, what's next? You want to talk about some movies? Yeah. What kind of movies... We were, we were doing the Desert Island movie, but we're now we're just doing movies that we've watched recently or movies that we like. Yeah, we watched um, 
a movie what called. We, what do we watch? It took us two nights to watch it. Another Wes Anderson film. Um, What's it called? Sorry, I had to make sure I was recording. Uh, another Wes Anderson film called Isle of Dogs. Great movie. Is it um, an animation? It's, no, it's stop motion. Oh. Stop motion animation, I guess. I guess Stop motion Stop animation. motion, so... Um, the detail for that movie was incredible. I mean, his movies are already, we've already talked about that. They're freaking beautiful, mm-hmm. all of them. But this one was just insane because each little scene he had to set up and design and have some little action figures walking about. Yeah. Can it you just imagine? just blew, blew my mind. Every little the task scene, of making that movie. I mean, I, that would have taken me like 10 years. To, I mean, let alone come up with a story as exactly. good as his, I mean, but just the work alone would have taken me like 10 years to do that. The, the technical part was insane, but the story, the underlying story was just fit, super, fit so well. Super cute. And then it had, uh, you know, Bill Murray, um, Brian Cranston, one of my favorite, from one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Um, he did a great job. And uh, Scarlett Jeff, Johansson. Jeff Bloom. No. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, is that his name? Yep. Anyways, so yeah, it was a great movie. Super cute, kid-friendly. Watch it with the kids. It's super uh, super fun. It's all about doggies, if you're yep. a dog lover, which I definitely am. I love dogs, even though I can't have any because I'm allergic. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one day, I'll, I'll be able to have dogs, I promise. I, I, oh, yeah. I highly recommend the movie. I think it's super entertaining. You know, I, I was thinking mm, animation. Yeah, I'm not wild about animation movies but uh this this was the exception for sure this yeah. was very well done oh yeah very entertaining oh yeah it was super good so i'm not a big animation guy either but i loved it drew and i recommend you watch it make some nice popcorn favorite beverage take our word for it <laughs> so we watched another movie with bub and zeta yeah that was called uh captain corelli's mandolin, mandolin. That was pretty damn cute, too. It really made me... You know, we were just talking about how we don't want to be um, ungrateful for where we're living, but I looked at that life in Greece, and I'm like, that looks pretty damn nice. It sure did look nice, except for the time period the movie took place where yeah. the, Italians and Nazis were throwing, were overthrown and trying exactly. to take over. <laughs> but even then, it was that was a good movie, but not to spoil it, but the movie, you know, was about Nazis and Italians taking over Italy. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, sorry, not Nazis and Italians taking over Greece. Right. And and it looked pretty damn relaxed. <laughs> they were just chilling in the movie, you know, like, well, in the beginning part, you know. Okay. We, but we can't give anything away. We can't away. give it away. But anyways, just watch it. It's, uh, right. it's not as good as Isle of Dogs, in my opinion, but it's a cute movie. Super cute. A little love story with a really ugly chick named Penelope Cruz. Just kidding. I mean, if you mess up a movie with Penelope Cruz in it, you, you, you're a really bad <laughs> well, filmmaker. She, she's been in some terrible movies. She has? Yeah. Some really just basic Hollywood trash movies. Really? Yeah. But that movie, you know, that movie is... Yeah. She it, did a good job in this movie. Yeah. She was super cute. Nicolas Cage and... and uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Which Christian Bale is one of my favorite actors. He's done some extraordinary films. That movie, he did all right. Well, that was that I wasn't movie, blown that away. Was about was. what, fifteen years old or something? Probably, yeah. So Christian Bale since then has be- <laughs> climbed way up the ladder as, as, yeah. as far as a star, a movie star goes. I, but honestly, he's probably more fam- way more famous than Nicolas Cage nowadays. He is now he's but, way, way but past I'm just Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage had a bigger role in that oh, yeah. movie back then. Yeah, but, for sure. But he did a good job in yeah, that he role. Did great. He did. He did perfect. 
He was an Italian soldier. But it, it's a, I don't know, it's kind of a feel-good movie. There's just a lot about the movie that, you know, there's a couple parts that are a little... A little, more, a little more violent, I guess, because there are some more scenes and things like that. But there's it's also a though. lot of uplifting, funny, yeah, it's, it's cute, fun scenes. It's really cute. But all in all, um, a good movie to watch. We recommend it for sure. All right, but hey, you do get a nice view of Penelope in the movie. Ah, <laughs> it's a little bonus, <laughs> a little bonus clip of Penelope. You might <laughs> want to hide the kids from that one. We always say that, but I don't think a single kid or anyone that has... Well, I don't think anyone, any kids are listening to our podcast, so... Yeah, exactly. So, what kind of artists do we like? Pablo Picasso. Pablo Picasso? Well, you okay over there? I didn't mean to stir you up there. Yeah, Pablo Picasso is our pick this week. Where is he from? España. Uh-huh. Born in Spain. Pero el but I understand that he, he lived in France most of his life. In France, yes. Sí. In right. France, yes. Sí. Exacto. So, how did he die? Su corazón no funcionado. I don't know if that, that was probably wasn't you're, you're killing me. But uh, I said his heart wasn't working. Okay. I don't know how to say he had a heart attack, but he had a heart attack, sadly. And he died in 1973. Born in 18... No, 1881 wow. to 1973. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a long life. It was. And I guess he, him and his wife were entertaining some guests, and he had a heart attack and passed away at 91 or 2. And what's one of your favorite pieces by him? Um, gosh, I love so much by him and all these different periods that he went through. But this, there's, a, I'm just picking one random piece it's called head it's a cut and pasted colored paper um paperboard yeah i'm, re- I'm re- reading that word huh? Huh? <laughs> you can read that word <laughs> see me skip over I'm, yeah. I'm reading it and i skipped over that word that i'm up gosh with. huh gosh yeah i'm guessing yeah very cool piece can't tell what the hell it is but it looks really sick i see a d in there a triangle mm-hmm. a table mm-hmm that's Some the sp- limits of our podcast. You can't see what we're looking at, but it's a, just a killer piece. And look at that date, 1913. So he was what? 13 plus. What? About 30 years old, I guess, when he did that pretty early on. Wow. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, so Pablo Picasso, Spain, legend, one of my favorite countries. You guys know that. And um, I mean, everyone knows who he is, but we just wanted to talk about him a little bit because a man like that. You know, we like to talk about cool things, and he's definitely one of the the most profound hippest artists of all time, for sure. It's interesting. Um, the artist we talked about on our last podcast was Salvador Dali, also Salvador from Spain. Dali. Yeah, we we need to look into Spanish artists. What who? What else were we missing? Those are big, big names. So maybe there's a, a lot of other great artists we should look into. I'm sure, there's more, a lot more. We'll try to find out and hippie to it. And uh. Any materialistic people out there like me, he uh, was worth anywhere from $550 million to $1.3 billion when he died. He did all right for himself. So he was fine. I'm sure nowadays, you know. That's the kind of money we're raking in from this podcast. (laughs) Slight. Uh, I'm sure nowadays it'd be worth even more if he was alive because his paintings. Well, actually, I don't know. I, I bet you the death of him caused his paintings to 
to skyrocket of in course. value. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. Of course they do. All right, buddy. Well, that wraps up our podcast. Yeah, so we just did episode 13. We're uh, we're doing good, guys. And uh, reach out to us for any, you know, any feedback, whatever. And um, we hope everyone has some happy holidays. We'll do another podcast before Christmas, but uh, it's going to be a pretty slow Christmas around here. Definitely around here. We almost didn't even put a tree up because, you know, we don't even have anyone over. Yeah, um, but we... we we pulled off. Um, we pulled it off. A lot of success. Drew and I decorated the tree last night. I did a little bit. You did most of it. Um, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Um, hope you guys enjoy your holidays and keep on pushing through this stupid COVID time. And uh, everything will get better soon, guys. All right, man. That's what I'm telling myself. I'm hoping I believe it. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Love you all. Hasta luego. Peace out. <laughs>